Hi, I'm Maddie Mackey, and welcome to my podcast, where today we're going to be talking about the power dynamics present in airports. Keep clear of the doors. You are delaying the departure of this train. You can see power all throughout airports, from the police in the drop-off lanes to the guards at TSA and the security lines, and even flight attendants while we're on the flights. These people in positions of power and the systems within airports reflect panoptic power, which is a term coined by French philosopher Michel Foucault in his 1975 book, Discipline and Punishment, The Birth of a Prison. One main idea of panoptic power is that those with power are always watching and ever-present over those without power. This puts people without power into a position of beginning to police themselves because they will be disciplined if they are caught doing something wrong. However, he states that power should be visible yet unverifiable, meaning that the people being watched should know that it's always possible for them to get caught for doing something wrong, but never know exactly when they're being watched. So they just automatically start policing their own behaviors and start disciplining themselves to never do anything wrong just in case those in power are watching them. We see this visible yet unverifiable power in the TSA security lines. The guards or the airport staff have metal detectors and x-ray machines so that they can look through our bags without even needing to open them and see everything that we're bringing in our luggage. They also have us take off our shoes, our belts, our jackets so that they can see our bodies easier so that we're more visible to them so that we don't try to bring banned things like weapons on our persons or in our bags. And this works because we know, or at least we think we know, that if we do try to bring something like a gun or a bomb onto a plane with us, we wouldn't make it through security because they're looking through everything that we have. Therefore, most people won't even try to bring a banned item with them because they could be disciplined for it by having it removed or having themselves removed for even trying to break this rule. Although the power of TSA is very visible, it's not necessarily verifiable. It's really hard to find solid numbers and statistics on exactly how effective TSA is, but some people have taken it into their own hands to try and test TSA. A 2016 Vox article authored by Dylan Matthews explained that the Department of Homeland Security sent out red teams to airports all across the United States to try to smuggle guns and bombs onto planes. And out of their 70 attempts, 67 of them were successful, meaning that they had a 95% success rate of smuggling banned items onto planes. Although TSA might not be very accurate in who it deems as a threat, it is still very visible in its power, to the point where it could just be enough to reduce the chance of people even risking being a threat because they might get caught. As the Vox article explains, no terrorist is going to base his plot on getting a gun through airport security if there's a decent enough chance of him getting caught, because the consequences of getting caught are too great. This leads us to the idea of hegemonic systems, which is the reason why Foucault's panoptic power is so effective at policing people. In hegemonic systems, those without power begin to discipline themselves and police their own actions to reinforce the power dynamics that they live in. This is because the power is visible yet unverifiable, so they don't know when they'll get in trouble, but they know that it is possible, and it's just too great of a risk to even do so. We see this in TSA, where people will just not bring guns or other banned items, even though they don't really know if TSA is effective or not, 
just because they see the people with power, they see the TSA officers, and they know that they could possibly get in trouble. They could get banned or put on a no-fly list. They could get kicked out or have their items thrown away in front of them. And so they just start to police themselves and not even bring these items to avoid the risk altogether. I've had plenty of my own experiences with the hegemonic system of power within airports, and one where I was disciplined. Even after I followed all of the rules, I took my shoes off, I put all of my liquids into three-ounce containers without needing to be asked because I didn't want to get in trouble while I was there. However, I was borrowing a suitcase from my father, who's an avid hunter and who had mistakenly left some shotgun shells in his suitcase that I was borrowing. Neither of us were aware of it, but... The power of TSA was visible and verifiable in this case because they noticed it in the x-ray machines and pulled me out of line because of obviously a banned material in one of my bags. Well, I was still allowed to board my plane and go on with my day after he threw away these shotgun shells. It was still enough discipline for me to not want this to happen again and the power continued the system continued where now i need to check through all of the pockets of my suitcases and make sure i don't have anything just to be extra safe that i'm following all of the rules and disciplining my own actions to avoid being disciplined in these lines now panoptic power doesn't affect everyone equally foucault explains that panoptic power works by categorizing people and we can see this all over the place from putting criminals in jail to the mentally ill in hospitals and in airports by how we treat different races my very white family and i and other people like us probably feel safer because of tsa even after having shotgun shells in my bag I felt a little bit safer knowing that someone else who brought on bullets with the purpose of hurting other people would not be able to get through TSA and wouldn't be a threat to me on the plane. But people with Muslim characteristics, um, Middle Eastern sounding names, wearing head coverings and things like that might feel like they're targeted in TSA and feel much less safe because of it. Again, there are no reliable statistics on these experiences from TSA. However, there are plenty of firsthand experiences to show that it is a real problem that affects many people. And some religious rights activist groups are actually getting involved to try and stop this racial profile from happening. One New York Times article from 2016 by Michael Longo ex includes many firsthand experiences for Muslim travelers. They stated that Muslim women are stopped more often than not. They're pulled out of line and pat down through their hijabs. Other people with foreign-sounding last names have been checked against a no-fly list while their white coworkers have gone through without a problem. A Think Progress article from 2016 by Jack Jenkins says that this even goes beyond TSA and includes stories of Muslim people not being allowed to board planes or getting kicked off of planes because of seemingly suspicious activity such as looking at their phone or wearing a hijab that the airline workers complained about or even that other travelers complained about to the point where these Muslim people or even Muslim presenting people from other religions in other countries weren't allowed to travel the same way that everyone else was because they are categorized by their race. In his 2017 list of the top 10 differences between white terrorists and others, Juan Cole explains that terrorists that aren't white are considered part of a global plot or a long-running conspiracy in paragons of their societies, while white terrorists are seen as outside of the norm, mentally ill, or generally unstable people.
While this list was written somewhat jokingly, all jokes do contain truth, and it shows that people of other ethnicities and races that aren't white are disciplined differently because of how they are categorized within panoptic systems. The terrorist attack on 9-11 led to TSA, so it targets Muslim-looking people because Middle Eastern people were the ones who attacked the USA. However, the attacks on 9-11 were obviously not committed by the entire Middle Eastern or Muslim population. Still, within panoptic power, these are systemic issues that affect people based on their categories rather than them being individual people. There are some categories of people who feel that they have privilege because of the power within a panoptic system, such as my family and I who feel safer after going through TSA. While there are others who feel that they have power taken away from them through the panoptic system, such as Muslim presenting people who feel threatened because of TSA and their practices. While I may be more privileged than other people with this panoptic power, like I got through airport security unknowingly having shotgun shells and I was able to board my flight while a woman wearing a hijab might have been put on a no-fly list, everyone within the system is still being controlled through this power. And that's exactly how it works. All travelers know that they are being watched at all times by people who have more power than them, and that there's always a possibility of them being disciplined by getting their things removed or being not allowed onto their plane. However, as we saw with the red teams, we're never sure whether or not we will actually be disciplined, because it is possible to get these things through airport security. However, the risk of being disciplined is just strong enough that we reinforce it ourselves by not bringing banned items on, by taking our shoes and other items off when we're told to or even without being told to, and policing their own behaviors so that someone else doesn't have to. And this is exactly what Foucault was getting at with panoptic power. It's not even necessary after a certain point to have guards and TSA officers in place because people will just begin to police themselves. So next time you're in an airport, think about all the things that you do just to make sure that you don't get in trouble and hopefully you get on your flight without a hitch. Good luck and happy travels.